Listen, well, Obeyed. Obeyed. Oh, Obeyed. No. Obeyed. Yeah. Listen, Obeyed. Yeah. Obeyed. Listen. Obeyed. Listen. Obeyed. Obeyed. Yeah. Ibrahim, yeah. you can't make it. We have to win Sunday. What do you mean I can't make it? We've missed you these last Bro, few you, you, Can we talk about how Yusuf did not pass me the freaking Frisbee one? <laughs> like, we would make eye contact. <laughs> no. Covered. I'm Listen. wide open. No, no, no. And the one time <laughs> Danielle threw me the ball, I mean, threw the Frisbee, I was in the end zone, and he threw like 20 yards. Bro, I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. Uh, And I turned around. I'm like, how was that my fault? Ibrahim, it wasn't your position. It was mine. Like, I I felt like I didn't have a clear throw. Like, I couldn't. Every time. Where you were were standing. Tell me I suck at Frisbee. No, I can can survive. I'll be okay. You suck at Frisbee, bro. Ibrahim, why do you have a, a British flag behind you? That's oh, not that's uh, that's New Zealand. It's an Australian flag, bro. It's, it's oh, uh, I mean, I got it for work. I, I there was a so we had a promotion where we had a mascot and it was a koala bear, and they sent us all toy koala bears and Australian flags. And my wife's niece stole my koala bear, but she left me the flag, so that's why I have the flag. Uh, <laughs> is that the is that, that one of the sense. fans that of Benchmop Scrubs? He's from Dubai. yeah. He doesn't listen to guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Secretly, you never know. All right, guys. Wait, so, shout we, out uh, to uh, our, our one fan and wait, no, that's New Zealand. I'll get a yeah, New Zealand sorry. flag for the right. What is isn't that? What's the New Zealand flag flag look like? Is it black? No, no, it's definitely not know, black. <laughs> All right, guys. So today, are we are we doing like a uh, NBA thing or what? Yeah, what man. Just chatting. And then we're going to talk about can, uh, the yeah, Cubs. we can shoot the ship. The Cubs Ooh. are in first place. The, no, no, we're not the Cubs about, have been struggling, no, we're, though. We're not talking about the first place. I'm not, talking, I'm not talking yeah. about baseball. Wait, the season started? Dude, Daniel. Daniel. My work was giving uh, tickets tickets. away. Yeah. Yeah. First level, Chicago Cubs versus Chicago White Sox, August 27th for like 85 bucks. Bro, can you you buy it? Those were actually, uh, and their retail value was like 250 or 300. But um, they wanted cash only. And I was in clinic and it was at the hospital and I was not there. And the um, deadline was like 3 p.m. And I was seeing patients, so Bro. I couldn't. But I, was really sad. I hear a lot of excuses. I, I was really <laughs> sad about that. You, you, you said, how does it make you feel that you weren't able to buy those tickets? I'm very disappointed. It doesn't matter how it makes you feel. <laughs> you had one job. Yeah. He took my... He took my I used that on him a couple of times. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They don't, people only, it's all about what have you done for me lately? And I got you this joke. That's true. I got you with this joke later than you did me. Uh huh. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I had a long day. I I had had an 11 hour work day, y'all. Oh, dang, bro. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just pulling teeth left and right. Let's go to a, a Reds Cubs game. Sometimes. Yeah. No, let's not. But okay, you can you can come and visit me. We'll, we'll figure something out. He'll drop you off at the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could. I mean, the Bengals stadium's right across the street, so I can just go to the Bengals. Dude, game. the Bengals would be fun to watch with Burrow and. Uh, Is Chase, he gonna be right? back in the beginning yeah, of the season? He, he'll be back. He'll yeah. Be back. He looks seems it was like an ACL, it. right? 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he yeah, tore. He tore, his, for... he tore his MCL and ACL. Oh, yeah, he'll yeah. be back. Yeah, but he so yeah he tore it like no. Okay. Well, welcome everyone to episode fifteen. Right? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Yep. Episode fifteen, uh, Benchmob Scrubs podcast. <laughs> we have a lot to unfold. Um, obviously, everybody except myself was wrong on a lot of the NBA NBA playoff predictions, which. Obviously, shouldn't surprise anybody. What are you talking about? You picked uh, the Lakers coming out the West. What are you talking about? I did not. I picked the Clippers Originally, to come out of the back, West. Back, back in our he like, chose the Clippers. Time. He chose the Clippers. No, I no no no. In our last you, episode, <laughs> I picked the uh, I picked the Clippers to come out of the West. And the Nets. You know what? You're right. I'm wrong. I'm looking at my notes right now. Never mind. And that's right. And and I said the Nets wouldn't lose, wouldn't get to six games. They'll win every series in six games or less. And I'm gonna stick by that, even though I you have had the Lakers and the Heat coming out, right? Are they both in the playoffs? That that was a different the the other Yusuf. Yusuf, were you were you saying that they were gonna make the championship, or were you gonna say they were gonna be the most disappointing team in the first? Oh. This guy, yeah, he, you know, he, I'm telling you, I'm was... telling you, listen, listen, I'm telling you, in a month or two, it'll come out that Jimmy Butler was playing hurt. Okay, that was not the Jimmy Butler of the bubble, that was not the Jimmy Butler, uh, that we've grown to love. You know, he was playing hurt, you could see it, so uh, see that's it. my excuse. <laughs> you said, you said no, just he, praying that the question about the heat, though, Yusuf, the, the fact that they re- refused to trade Tyler Hero. I know. Harding. Yeah. Right. Dumb. Yeah. No I mean, looking here, back at, it's crazy that they didn't. Um, but I'm not a James Harden fan, and I don't like James Harden really. You know, so I didn't really. You want went to go watch James him. Well, that, that, that's cool that did, you don't I like did, him. Yeah. That's cool that you don't like him. But he's in the second round and probably going to win the championship. But yeah. your Jimmy Butler is at home, probably yeah. listening to Taylor Swift, because that's his favorite that, artist. That's true. I mean, I like I like that too, so it's cool. But I mean, I like Jimmy Butler. But come on, come on, guys. That wasn't gonna happen. Beginning <laughs> beginning of the year, I get it, but I told you the bubble is different. A lot of players, especially young guys, don't have that pressure because there's nobody there. They're in a singular environment. When you are traveling now, it's a lot different. You're in front of fans slowly but surely, and it's gonna be it's more pressure packed. This is this. I mean, even this year is not fully the same. Starting next year is probably when you're gonna have, you know the the arena's packed back to with fans and, exactly essentially back to normal with fans and whatnot so next year we'll have a better idea of who is like the alpha team in the nba which injuries aside i probably still think it's going to be the nuts you know um can I, can I actually make a quick comment on that did you yeah. guys see the suns game the other night yeah their their They're their good. stadium was packed yeah yeah it sounded like a like a pre-covid uh like stadium, stadium. yeah well aren't they I, I i think they're like almost full capacity full if capacity. i'm not mistaken no yeah texas and arizona yeah they yeah. are they are yeah and, and same with I, same with florida and i'm yeah. thinking if i'm the visiting team if i go there it's the real environment and then That's if they true. come to my team if uh, my team <laughs> don't me fans like it's gonna be like a real nba game and like open gym at the y <laughs> you know what i mean like 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 the games know, at the, the the games at the at the Clippers at Staples Centers were basically empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so again, does that come at a disadvantage for the Clippers? Well, they lost three out of four games at home. So you know, but then they again, the, but then the Mavs lost uh, the three games at home too. So that was a, that was a really weird series. And I'm sorry, you know, Ibrahim, that uh, Luca lost and the Mavs lost. But I think hopefully that opens up. I guess the eyes 
uh, Mark Cuban and get rid of Kristaps. He's trash, garbage. Yeah. Seven. He's seven three, but he plays like he's five three. And uh, get him some help. Uh, and Luca needs to work on his conditioning better because he tends to kind of. Okay. I seem like I feel like he gets tired. Tired. Right? He gets tired. He gets tired. I, he's just he's a little he's a little husky. Come on, let's be honest. He's a little husky. I mean, you, you see him walking down the street, you're not gonna be like, yo, that's a superstar NBA player. Come on. <laughs> like, they said the same thing about Dirk Nowitzki, but you know I mean Dirk I, is I, like I, seven, seven feet tall, so that's a little and bit. And the different. thing is, I don't think he can play off the ball. He's not good off the ball. He he doesn't no, he, know. He's a ball he's dominant. Such, he yeah. He's very he's very similar to comparison with James Harden. That's the type of player he is. Honestly, like James whether Harden, whether he's... whether we like like the comparison or not, or like Harden, this is the that is the closest comparison you can have to Luka Doncic is James Harden. So whether that's gonna come into fruition a championship in the future, I don't know. I don't know. I hope so, man. He's really good, and he's only twenty two, right? Twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. It's 22. crazy. But I was. But I was very impressed. I know Yusuf was mentioning how he has the uh, Hawks and uh, Sixers game that the Hawks were able to, number one, just take a pretty commanding lead throughout the game, but also close out the Sixers. And now I think it's still relatively close game. Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. Yes, 55-57. Yeah. Which was very, They came very, back. Uh, and yeah. Embiid is playing. Yeah, so they're, the Hawks are surprising everyone. I said that in the beginning of the year that they're going to be the surprise team, even though I picked the Knicks to go to the conference finals because I was in this New York thing or whatever. But, you know, nonetheless. <laughs> um, Real I'm quick, shout I, out to Thibodeau for Coach of the Year. Shout out. I, I called it. I, mean, I, would, have have I would have given no. someone else. Thank you, Ibrahim. Thank you. Who would you have given it to? I mean, the Knicks were the worst, projected to be the worst team in the NBA, and they were got the fourth seed in the East. I said the Jazz is coach. Uh, I like him. Um, and then next, oh, I mean, the, the wait, was... the team that you didn't think was going to make the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, why he deserves all the credit. The yeah. I, I really no. wanted to give it to the coach of the Phoenix Suns. Um, you know what? You you give it to Chris Paul. That's why you, that you he, he gets that award. Because the team was exactly the same. I would be okay with that. The team is exactly the same. And Jay Crowder. Crowder is big, too. Dude, Crowder is a beast. Crowder is that type of guy that, like, whatever team he goes on, like, you, you expect them to be in, like, the playoffs somehow. It's like uh, Yadier Molina. You, yeah. know, you know what I'm talking about, Daniel? Like, some of those He was with the Heat last year. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, and then... Uh, comes clutch, he, and he's strong, and he can defend. And with the uh, Celtics before that. Yeah. I mean, when I think... He's looking at Godala. You can say Godala. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, yeah, like, like, I don't... Comparing this dude... To like a, a finals MVP, like from a like from a Jay scale Crowder. of from a scale of zero to one hundred, the impact of Jay Crowder was five, and the impact of Chris Paul was ninety five. So let's get that uh, yeah, straight for a second, you. okay? But that still, is, he's a, you but it wasn't like the same team. Yeah, That's what we were. Jay Crowder. No, but we were yeah, talking seriously. about. Guys talking like couple. Jay Crowder, like he's LeBron James light. Like relax, okay? He's Jay Crowder. He plays the bench. That's why he's, he's he's a journeyman. You know, I will give him some respect though, because against the Lakers, he he did not back down from LeBron. So I'll, I'll give him some respect for that. And why is he always crowding her? Like, stop annoying her. <laughs> okay. <Sorry. laughs> All right, guys. What do you guys um? 
Yusuf, how did you feel about? Uh, I know you guys, uh, especially Ibrahim, was really high on the the what is it, the Bucks? But didn't they lose by forty points yesterday? Uh, <laughs> where do you guys stand on that? Because you know I've been really <laughs> saying the Nets, 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 but you're like, no Bucks, no Heat, no other teams. How does it feel to be wrong? And even though your emotions play a big factor, Wait, are you asking Yusuf how he feels? Or I'm actually I'm asking everybody <laughs> on being collectively incorrect on this, like. Uh, are you guys finally waking up to realizing that the Nets are the best team in the East and it's not even close? Yeah, it, it was shocking. Uh, I think it was embarrassing for the Bucks. First of all, they were down by 49 points, right, at one point, which is insane to think about, right? Especially after you come off a series where you sweep the heat and you look uh, really good. It seems like you're going to give be a competition uh, give some competition to the Nets, uh, but like you said, uh, obeyed. Uh, they clearly, the Nets clearly are the best team, and they should easily at this if they continue playing like this, easily win the championship. Um, and I mean, I don't see anyone giving them trouble. Um, I feel bad for Giannis uh, because he has no help. Middleton was like 0 for nine to start the game. Uh, it was insane. Um, Drew Holiday is okay. Uh, but, you know, they, I mean, even offensively, they were struggling. Uh, the Nets were, I was surprised about their defense as well. Um, and the Nets, it's not just Kyrie and not just KD. Um, they've had a good supporting cast. Blake Griffin's come out of retirement, it seems like. Uh, he's playing out of his mind. Uh, he's dunking. It seems like the Clipper days um, when I saw those uh, couple of dunks. Uh, but he's been killing it. And then they have some good role players that can shoot. Mike James, they picked up. They got uh brown and some other players uh shamit so i mean it's a full good team and I, I a lot of the credit also should go to steve nash uh, i think he's uh you know taking egos uh you know with Kyrie, kd and harden and kind of getting them to buy in um to kind of work together uh and still facilitate uh as well as use their teammates um i think they've been doing good and i don't think anyone's gonna stop the nets and the bucks i was just shocked but you know it was just one game and it was at the Nets Stadium, so they're going back home. Uh, anything's possible. I, I just hope that it's closer um, because yesterday was just embarrassing. So I mean, Danielle, yeah, what ahead, do you think, Ibrahim? Since you it had wasn't the Bucks. one game, it, it was two games. Oh, they're God. down on two. Again. Uh, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I can hear you. Go ahead. Um, it was two games. They're down on two. I don't want to hear anything about Giannis not getting enough help. Uh, you, you could tell Thank me you. that if you could tell me that if they lose by five, right? If it's a competitive game and he 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 goes all out and you know like even Luca, Luca had, you know, he was dropping forty and like fourteen assists and 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 making the game and and at that point you could talk to me about not having enough help to get like a couple buckets to to beat the Clippers, especially in that game seven. Uh, he wasn't getting enough help. But when you look look at the stat line and you look at Giannis, Giannis signed a contract for a quarter of a billion dollars. He's been an MVP twice. And, and KD just made him look like a little kid. And it, it, he just gets dominated. He's, he's getting dominated by KD on the defensive, like guarding KD. KD is lighting him up while KD is on offense. And when Giannis has an opportunity to come back and, and be on the offensive end, Watch the way they play them. Like there was one sequence last night where Giannis had the ball at the top of the key. Blake Griffin was guarding him. 
And then he was like, oh, yeah, this is Giannis. And then he sprinted uh, to below the free throw line, giving Giannis like eight feet. And it's one thing if this is your first time in the playoffs, (laughs) but for I think this is the third year in the row, if not the fourth year in the row, where teams are literally just building that wall and forcing you to shoot. At some point, you got you got to learn how to shoot at least a, a decent percentage when you're wide open. And the worst part is on top of that, he'll get fouls and go to the free throw line. And during the regular season, he's like a 70, 75% free throw shooter at any given night. Last night, I think in this series total, he's two for 10. So he's shooting 20% from the free throw line. So like, what can you do if your best player that you are paying a quarter of a billion dollars is not showing up in a meaningful way? I don't care what Chris Middleton or, or Drew Holiday or, or Brooke Lopez are going to do. You, you can't overcome Giannis when Giannis is giving you, he's supposed to give you basically a 30-point triple-double. Uh, and, and, he, and he's just not doing enough. And it, it kills me to say this because I really thought the Bucks were going to do we're going to be something special this year because I watched them during the regular season. They weren't chasing the best record. They were trying to play playoff basketball during the regular season. Uh, and so they didn't have the number one seed, but I, I thought they were building the right habits. And the moment they go against the nets, it's, they just didn't even show up. Like literally the nets are not a great defensive team. So I know you're going to give up a ton of points, but they scored 86 points last night. The bucks did. You're not going to beat anyone in this league scoring 80, 86 points. Uh, man, Kobe almost scored that much in one game against the Raptors. But, I mean, I I feel like they'll, they'll find a way to win one game. I don't think it's going to be a sweep. Yeah, I think, no, I, I don't think so either. You're right. Yeah, I think just the way the, the Nets are built, like their psyches, I think they'll take the, the foot off the gas for a game. Uh, I think that the Bucks will win a game up in Milwaukee. And then uh, the Nets will close them out in Brooklyn. I, I think that's what's going to happen. But I'm just really disappointed. I, I really felt like Giannis was going to have his coming out party this year. I thought, I, you, yeah. you know, I think you, you you said a good point and that not enough people talk about it. Giannis gets a pass all the time. If this was any other superstar, people would crap on him 24-7 on Fox, ESPN, CBS, any uh, news network or a sports analyst show, they would crap on him if you, if they were in Giannis's situation. But he sometimes, for some reason, always gets a pass. For the past seven, eight years, he's been in the league. He has not shown improvement in terms of shooting. And we always constantly say he doesn't have enough help. He doesn't have enough help. One last thing, Daniel, before I let you in. We should be talking about one other thing that we're not giving enough credit to. And that's, and as much as I don't like saying this, but this is true. Kevin Durant's championship leadership, it's showing up to, to uh, especially to guys like Kyrie, Joe Harris, James Harden, those players that don't have that experience. I know Kyrie has a championship. I get it. But like that psyche, I mean, he is a killer and he is making killers along with him as he's going. And not only with his play, but his leadership as well. I'm not saying Steve Nash isn't doing much, but Kevin Durant is the leader of that team. And we should be giving him a lot more credit because right now he is the best player in the, in the entire world. And that is not, a, you, you can say LeBron sure, but honestly, he is the best player in the NBA and in the entire world right now. And they're doing it without James Harden. Sorry, I, we keep on cutting you off. You go ahead. No, so I want to say a couple of things, right? Um, 
that that performance was poor by the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't think anybody's going to deny that. And it honestly comes down to discipline um, and carelessness with the basketball. Uh, I, I'll give credit where credit's due. You know, the Nets, you know, the defense was always up in question and they showed up. They forced 16 turnovers. 30% of those turnovers, though, were by Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton was single-handedly just destroying any momentum that the Milwaukee Bucks were even hoping to get. And, you know, Chris Middleton is part of their quote unquote big three, right? You got Drew Holiday, Giannis and Chris Middleton. If Chris Middleton is not producing, I mean, the effects are just going to trickle down to every single player. Um, Do I agree with the notion that Giannis gets a pass? Yes and no to a certain degree. I think, you know, if you're going to criticize Giannis, um, I, you have to look at the bigger picture as well. This guy is a top, top 10 talent in the NBA, right? And in, in an era where all these superstar players are trying to, you know, get the championship um, by teaming up with each other, Giannis has stayed loyal to a small market Milwaukee Bucks team. And I think that has to count for something. Kevin Durant, t- whether you like it or not, like nobody's taking away the talent he has. He quit on his team and he went to a 73 and nine golden state team, won two championships. Sure. And then he went to the nets, joined Kyrie. He didn't join the Brooklyn nets on his own. Kyrie was already there before he even made that decision. So Giannis has that, you know, confidence in himself, at least that he thinks that he can get it done on his own. And with the squad that he has, Kevin Durant doesn't, even if the world thinks that he's the greatest player on the planet at this point, which, you know, I don't necessarily disagree with. Um, He needs to believe that in himself. Um, So when you say Giannis gets a pass, I think Kevin Durant gets a pass um, for being the way he does or or doing what he does, you know? He never never got a pass, though. Go ahead. ahead, I just just want to say something. You bring up a really good point, but the reason why I really wanted the Bucks to win and had a lot of confidence in them is as cheesy as this is going to sound, I really see this series as a fight for the soul of the NBA, mm-hmm. right? You have one superstar that wants to build it, quote unquote, the right way in Milwaukee. Right. Right. And then you have other superstars that are just teaming up in random markets, like going from, you know, I had a super team basically in OKC, super team in, in uh, Golden State, now super team in Brooklyn. Right. And then people just kind of, you know, just flocking together. And what, what kind of breaks my heart about this is there's two guys in the league that this year I think are getting a rude awakening, Damian Lillard and Giannis. Yes, absolutely. And I, I'm getting the feeling, and I, I would not be surprised that they they're both not going to like my bold prediction is I don't think they're both going to finish their, their contracts with those teams. I think they're going to, I think they'll get traded by the end of it because there's just not enough talent in the league to bring people onto those teams to compete with the, with the next or even the Clippers, right? The Clippers, they have two top, let's say top 10 talent. Uh, There's, there's, there's not enough top end talent and, the, the Nets are showing right now in the series um, that you can have a deep team because the, the Bucks have a very deep team, but the, the more top end your talent is, it's not going to matter how deep your team is. Mm-hmm. And so I can see the Bucks and the, the Portland Trailblazers spend a ton of money 
But I think in the long run, I, I don't think Giannis is going to stay as much as I, I like. I would love for him to stay in, in, in Milwaukee and win a chip and retire there. And same thing with, with Dame up in Portland. But I, I, I feel like after this year, like Damian Lillard had 55 and lost. What more can that dude do? Right. And, and Giannis, he's just, it's the opposite when Giannis, he's just not performing. And everything you said was spot on. Um, and, and obviously in regards to KD, his, his greatness is heightened being surrounded by other great players. Right. Right. Like he's playing people one-on-one versus he, he like technically Giannis is kind of playing, you know, one on three at any given time in the paint whereas KD's just facing one defender so that makes them look a lot better so I I get what you're saying but it's just sad for the league because I know this is going to be a sign of things to come but it's I don't feel bad for Giannis he had every opportunity to number one perform well his performances are up to himself all right so no matter what Chris Middleton does he has the ability just like Luca does just like LeBron does just like KD does just like any other just like Damian Lillard at least he comes out and performs every single night, regardless of what his teammates his teammates do, you know? And and nobody feels bad. We genuinely feel bad for Damian Lillard because he he does give his heart and soul to that team and puts everything out on the floor when he before he leaves the court. With Giannis, eh, you know, he's not the one he's the one that, that's getting paid $250 million. He had every right, every opportunity to leave, and he is a superstar. We know in today's day and age, they have every right to leave when they want, ask for whatever player they want. And he's not doing that, even though this is how today's NBA is. So I don't care he can go and uh, do all he wants in terms of I want to win one championship like Dirk Nowitzki in 2011. Sure, by all means, do that. But that's not going to happen in today's NBA. So I, I, I don't feel bad for him whatsoever. And he needs to, he needs to get into the gym, shoot ten thousand shots a, shots a day until the season begins, and learn how to improve his free throw shooting and learn how to learn how to improve his shooting. So I don't feel bad for him whatsoever. And and the this notion with KD, yes, I I totally agree. That was the weakest move in NBA history. We're all on board with that. Everybody understands that. But this is different. He tore his Achilles. That is a major injury for the type of playing, for the type of, uh, for his playing style, how he plays and the type of player he is. And he's coming back and dominating in his 30s. Yes, he is in his prime, but he's in his 30s. With two other superstars that are, eh, yeah, Kyrie Irving's great, but who knows, tomorrow he might not show up for the game. Legitimately, James Harden's injured, but the rest of the team's good. It's KD's the one that's, He's the main catalyst of that. But see, my issue is, and maybe it's just the old man thinking or the OG mentality, but like, I, I, we're part of the problem when we start praising guys like this, like absolutely Kevin Durant is a a top five talent, you know, or like he's the best player in the game uh, right now. Sure. But, you know, with, guys like Giannis who are loyal, who actually play the entire season, who don't load manage. I mean, I, I feel like if you're going to criticize, you got to look at it both if ways. If you want to credit, if you're going to do load management, Mr. Kawhi Leonard and Greg Popovich is Greg Popovich are the one that invented load management. That wasn't mm-hmm. a thing before them. So don't put that on uh, KD. Don't put that on Kyrie. But I'm just Harden. talking about the Nets yeah, in general. I understand that, but you know, you know, they, they played do- nine or 10 games together and then they're, seasoned and already and uh, you know to be honest like yeah kevin durant came back from an injury 
Um, were they playing cautious? Yeah. Could he have probably come back sooner in the regular season? Absolutely. I don't think there's no doubt. Was it smart for them to keep him off? Yeah, sure. You know, because you want him in the playoffs. But again, that comes down to load management. If it was like Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant, even LeBron James, like these guys, once they were done with their injuries, they came and played. They were ready to go. And that was look, kind of one of the criticisms with Derrick Rose. Look, you know? I, I- I mean, I mean, the, the 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 thing that you're trying to say with oh loyalty and whatnot. I mean, today's NBA is different. I get it. You have that old mentality, but put KD on any team in the NBA, they become an instant championship contender. Aside from LeBron James, there's not another player you can say that about the NBA. Legitimately, there's not another player except for Kevin Durant and LeBron James. You can say that if you put them on their team, no matter who is around them, they have a shot to be a championship contender. Every single year, whether you like him or not, that's the truth. And I can't say that about any other player. But but the thing is, does he himself believe that? I don't care if I if he believes no, but that. that, that that's that, not the no, point. No, that, I, I don't know no, what no, he that believes. Count, listen, listen, that count, no, no, listen, you don't need to. You just need to look at look at his actions. His actions speak louder than his words. If we're going to criticize, like, for example, LeBron James for not having a killer mentality like MJ or Kobe, and that's his biggest knock. And you're not going to say the same thing about Kevin Durant. And then instead you're just going to praise this guy for being a beast of a talent. Like, dude, you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent. How can you criticize someone for, uh, for something you can never know? Dude, look How at his actions. Bro, look at his actions. Oklahoma City Thunder. He was up three games to one. I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about right look now. Look at his actions. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't leave Golden State to the Brooklyn Nets without them having Kyrie Irving. What does that tell you? You think he would have been on the Brooklyn Nets if Kyrie Irving wasn't there? I Who don't recruited know. James Harden over there? Come on, man. Come on. Actions speak louder than words, bro. What's wrong with recruiting another player on the That's team? That's fine. That's fine. I'm just What's saying actions speak But I'm saying actions speak louder than words. Does he himself think that he can carry a team and be, you know, this great, this goat that you think he it, is? And we, it, we believe that he It doesn't matter. Is, he's he's going to end up winning a championship this year. He's probably going to win. I think he's going to end up retiring with five championships. So at the end of the day, whether I know what he thinks or you know what he thinks or what he what he thinks of himself. But then don't knock LeBron for that. Don't knock I, LeBron for that. I'm not knocking LeBron. I think he's I think he's the second best player in the NBA history i have never not i just don't like him for his social things that he claims to be woke about that's what i don't like him about but aside from that i think he's the second best player in nba history danielle you've been quiet what do you have to say buddy yeah i mean i i mean i get where yusuf's coming from i i have to agree more with yusuf than you obeyed i mean I agree that Durant, like, I, I totally agree with you. He's probably the only other player besides LeBron that can go to any team right now as of today and make that team a championship-caliber team. Um, but his actions do speak louder than words, like Yusuf said, right? Going from OKC to, you know, the Warriors. And then going to the Nets. He, You know, the other thing is, why did he not go to the Knicks, right? The reason he went to the Nets was because Kyrie went to the Nets. Exactly. Right? Or, or, or that was because the, the Knicks thing. have the worst owner in NBA? But that, I mean, like, look at it now. <laughs> yeah, but, like, but the thing is, if you want to, like, set yourself apart from LeBron, you go to New York and you win a championship, right? He didn't think he could do that himself, which is, is why... Bro- is Brooklyn in New England or New Hampshire? But the thing is, come on, though, but you can't compare. But you can't compare. But you can't compare Nets and the the Knicks. The Knicks made more noise being the fourth seed than the Knicks than the Nets did being the one seed. Like people were going crazy 
on what's it called on the ESPN everywhere. These guys were all just talking about the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks, even though they had like Julius Randle and they were the fourth seed, right? So the thing is, like Yusuf said, if he went to the Knicks and if he brought someone else along with him and he won a championship, I would have respect. He followed Kyrie, yes, right, and that is what I think Yusuf agrees. He is one of the best players, and he says he's one of the best players. But you got to showcase that by leading a team by yourself. If he wins the championship, great, he won another championship. But is that Bro, is that a who, what, championship? What he won player? By what player in the last twenty years, aside from Dirk, has led a team by himself? No, no, but but the thing is, he has okay, collaborated that's every that's, single time. LeBron hasn't collaborated. Uh, with AD, uh, okay, uh, but you Kevin can't... Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, they haven't collaborated. Uh, okay, so that's uh, I mean, there's one Kobe Bryant, Paul Gasol. Oh, uh, Kobe couldn't do it by himself, but he got Paul there's, Gasol. Where so is there's, that? There's one type of, but there's a difference between different a leader and a follower. There's a difference yeah. between a leader and a follower, right? LeBron James, he calls the shots, you know, he is the alpha, right? Yeah. Kevin Durant. Not until 2012, he wasn't the alpha. It was Dwayne Wade was the alpha until 2012. He didn't know how to win. That's why he went to Miami. Bro, who won, who he... won the finals MVP? That's besides the point. What do you mean that's besides the point? LeBron James was the greatest player on that Miami Heat team. That is obvious. We know this. But I'm saying, right. do you think he had that winning mentality? Because he went with Dwayne Wade, his best friend, who had already won a championship, who knew how to win in the playoffs. Bro, That's what okay. happened. Dwayne Wade was a leader of that team. This is this is the sad part of Kevin Durant's career, right? This guy has God-gifted talent. He should be the alpha in the NBA. Yet, yet, when he goes to the Warriors, whose team is that? Steph Curry's. Yeah. When he goes to Brooklyn, Kyrie was there before him. But he's, just a, because, he's not a, he's not a and leader. He no, listen, and he dragged Harden. And he dragged Harden. Dwayne Wade was there before LeBron was, guys. How is that any different? Okay, what about Cleveland? What about Cleveland? I, I get it, but I'm, I'm saying, look, no, look at the totality of the career. No, no, listen, look at the totality of the career, right? LeBron James was 26 years old when he went to Miami. Yes. Wait, sure. didn't LeBron he, follow Kyrie to Cleveland? Huh. Whose team was oh, no. it? <laughs> Whose team was it? Uh, when, you think, when you say Brooklyn Nets now, you, you think of one player, and that's Kevin Durant. That's, that's true. That's the first player I, I, that comes I, I, to your head. Not, not, not Kyrie. Not James Harden. For the record, but, everyone. But I do have some more stuff to say. But I think ahead. KD, <laughs> KD, I think without an argument, is the best player on the planet. Whether we think his actions act such or not, he is the best player on the best team. Now, whether that team will go on to win the championship, if not multiple championships, we will see. But they will win because of him. Um, and, and it's not because of Kyrie and it's not because of Harden. He is the alpha on that team. Everybody knows it. So, uh, I did want to like point out, you know, before we had to cut real quick, um, how Obeid mentioned that LeBron followed Kyrie. So Kyrie was already established on the Cavaliers. It's not like Kyrie jumped to the Cavaliers. He was drafted by them. And then number two point, the biggest point I would say Mm -hmm. is that the Cavaliers were not even favored to come out of the East, even when LeBron joined them. Do you guys remember that? Look back 2015. uh, It was actually people thought like the Bulls would upset uh, the Cavaliers. I mean, they were close. They were up two one, and I think yeah. But I'm saying like 
when uh, KD joined the Warriors, they were the expected winners. When he went to the Nets to join the Kyrie, uh, join Kyrie Irving, a lot of people. Uh, had he's had no competition. Him. He's had yeah. no competition right. when exactly. he's gone to these teams. Yeah. Same thing with the Nets. It's it's clear that they're gonna win, right? If it was just maybe him and Harden or him and Kyrie, you know, it'd be a little tougher. But everyone selects them to win it all because they have the three top seven players in the NBA, in my book. I, I, I agree. Yeah. I'd say uh, Harden and KD are top five. Top five, yeah. Top and then five, exactly. Kyrie is probably a top 10 player. So I guess if you average okay. it out, yeah. that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And I guess oh, what, one thing I would like to say is um, the one other player, aside from LeBron and, and KD, that would make a team a contender instantly if they decided to play all their games is probably Kawhi Leonard. Because I think him and KD... Based on what? What's that? Based on what? I'm He's saying never if, carried a team by himself. I'm just saying, uh, I don't know, 2019 Raptors. Okay, yeah, I think that to, was him. He went to a team that for the for three years before that we had the best record every year in the East. They just didn't have a closer, and he played that role as a closer. I know, but all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, if you put Kawhi on most teams. And I'm not saying he's at the level of LeBron or KD. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying he's probably the next closest thing to, to that. Is that I think him and KD have the most unstoppable mid-range jump shot. Like it, it's a perfect shot. Like with KD's a KD's a physical specimen. He is uh no disrespect to you, Ibrahim. He is the best version of Dirk Nowitzki. In terms uh, of, off- I can't even argue against that. Offensively <laughs> speaking, and also he's a he's also a really good defender. By the way, just because of his length, that is it. But he's he the uses best that- defender on the Nets. Like, yes, he's Dirk Nowitzki with athleticism and defense. Yeah. Like, you can't. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I th- I think KD, you guys need to look at it from a different pr- perspective. I know you guys look at him as, oh, this guy's a snake. This guy's this. This guy's like he has burner accounts and he does this. But if you really think about it. KD is one of the most relatable superstars in, I guess, the NBA because he's real, man. He cares about what people says. Most people in the world feel the exact same way. Most people don't like being criticized. Most, most people are insecure, and he is that. He is a superstar of that caliber, but he has those emotions. He has those feelings, and at this point in his career, He's slowly starting to stop giving F about what the media is saying too. Think about it from that perspective for a second. I think that's really cool. Like you see, Le- you see the LeBrons in the world. You see like the uh, Roger Federer's, which I love Roger Federer. You see the, the, the top echelon sports athletes. What is, see, what is, <laughs> what is one thing that they have all related to them? They're like, they're media personalities that are perfect for people to look up to. Because they think they're better because of how they act to everything. But with KD, he's real. Whether you like it or not, he's relatable to the average person. Uh, I, see, I, I would kind of disagree even there because he's all overly sensitive. Okay. And a lot of people are. Saying, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, listen, listen. A lot of people are. I get that. But the thing is, but the thing is, he doesn't own it. And when I say he doesn't own it, I mean, when you say he doesn't care what the media says about him, 
I'm saying now he, he is changing that. Narrative let me tell you something. Now. Let me tell you something. He still cares every bit of what the media says about him. Just today, Jay Williams talked about how uh, he met KD at some like party or something. And he talked about how uh, if KD and LeBron, um, if you mix their DNA together, uh, you'd get a Giannis. And then KD said, don't ever compare me to Giannis. And then he had to go on Instagram and comment saying like he never said anything like that. Um, Jay Williams better never talk uh, about him for him. That's that's sensitivity, you know. Let the game do your talking, you know. Um, and that, and every that's time, okay. No, it's okay to be sensitive as well. But, but that's I'm say- what I'm saying. You said he's but relatable. He no that's man, what but I'm he saying. doesn't own it. That's what I'm saying. Like he pretends. Like he doesn't care. He's like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. But it's like deep down, bro, like you're hurt. But that's everybody. That's what I'm wait, trying to say, bro. Wait, I, so uh, Yusuf, give me some context here. You're, you're telling me that Jay Williams reported something and yeah. then KD came out and said it wasn't true. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yes. Yeah. No, no. And, and I'm saying how, he has. How is that to me? So I don't know anything about this. Like, I don't know what if, if who's right or who wrong, who's wrong. But that doesn't sound like somebody that's soft-skinned, or, or that's not. Or, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not my. That's not my example to say he's soft-skinned, right? My example is when he says, "I don't care what the media says. I don't pay attention to the media." Bro, you're clearly paying attention to the media because you heard Jay Williams say what he said, because you're commenting about it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying this, and he has every right to say it. He has every right to say it. If if somebody said something that was false about me, bet money I'd say. Uh, call them out and say this is not true. That's not what I'm talking about. But if you're gonna do that, own it, man. Don't say I don't pay attention to this. I don't do this. And then in the next breath, you're showing that you do. You see, there's lack of consistency there. You see what I'm saying? So I get that. But that makes but more sense. I yeah. get it. I understand what you're trying to say. But again, you have to kind of wrap around what I'm saying is that that's what makes him relatable is because he's like that. How many of us are do own our own exactly everything we say every single day we don't and we're not in the media spot spotlight that's all i'm saying is that he makes it easier you it because of how he is by virtue people gravitate toward him or totally hate him because Mm -hmm. he he isn't your typical superstar he isn't one of those oh i'm gonna go do this make a wish he's not a john cena he's not a lebron james where he wants to say the right thing all the time he just doesn't. Whether he's right or he's wrong, whether he regrets it or whether he owns up to it, he says what he feels. That's the thing. And that's something that should be respected in today's day and age of, of, having, uh, of having that consciousness about yourself. Whether you are right, whether you are wrong, that's just how the people are. We're insecure. We, we don't have the best vision or view of ourselves, even as him being a professional superstar making millions, if not billions at some point in his, in his life. And he still was like, ah, eh, whatever. I don't care. Even though I do care. That's, that's what I'm just, saying. But that's, that's not, the average no, that's person. That's what I'm saying. It's not. No, it's not. It's not, man. It's not the average person. It really is not the average person. It's not you, because look, think about it. You, look, I'm just look, saying, hold on. No, no, no. I'm saying, okay. One of the realest dudes on the court is Derek Rose. Derek Rose actually got criticized. He actually had allegations against him. If there's one person who was real, it was Derek Rose. And Derek Rose never faked, whoa, oh, I don't listen whoa, to the media. Whoa. The, the, the media crucified 
uh, Kevin Durant for a year for years, calling it the weakest move ever to go. They to the still Warriors. criticize him, bro. Yeah. He, okay. He, he is. He. Him and LeBron how, how are the most. That when you started the call, like started this podcast, with you with. Obey I'm not. I'm not negating. I'm not. No. I'm not negating that. I'm saying if you're talking about the average person, look at Derrick Rose as an example. This guy got criticized. He got ostracized. He got ostracized in Chicago for not playing by a lot of people. He never. Dude, it was nowhere near the level uh, LeBron and KD is. That's this is like you're comparing uh, uh, apples to oranges. No, I'm talking man. about the average person, dude. Like if you're gonna, so uh, this is apples to oranges too. Kevin Durant comparing it to the average person, he's not average. That's the point. I I I, I understand. Any person in NBA is not average. Yeah, so but that's what all I'm saying, I'm saying so- is seeing it from a different perspective and seeing the, him being relatable to 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 most people. Is How is he relatable say. to most people? I don't understand that. It's based off of the personality, based off of him caring insecurity. what other people, insecurities, yeah. caring what other people say. He's not the typical superstar who says the right things, who does the right thing all the time. He makes mistakes. He does stupid crap all the time. He says dumb stuff all the time. He has burner accounts. If I was a superstar and people were talking crap about me, I'd be like, no, bro, I'd make an account. Be like, screw you. You suck at whatever you do. Who wouldn't do that? Okay, yeah, but agree. but you no no but but the thing is accept that accept that. Right? How do you okay. accept that? You say, oh yeah, I have burner accounts. He did that already. What what are you supposed to say afterwards? How do you yeah. how do you First how do you ex- yeah. Who wouldn't deny that? That's what hey, I'm saying. Yes, who so, wouldn't te- deny that? A, a normal person doesn't admit it anyway. I I, I mean exactly. I get yeah, a normal person but, wouldn't admit it. He's but not a. You see he's what not I'm a, saying? Kevin Durant is not a normal person. He's a he's, star. He's not referencing. I don't think Obey is saying. About as a he's talking about his character. He's talking about relatability, but it's not relatable. It's not relatable. He's Obe- saying Obey that- is saying that Kevin Durant is flawed. Therefore, for yeah. the, the general masses that are flawed, that can be relatable. Now, Yusuf, I understand that you're not flawed, and so you want to be more <laughs> like LeBron. <laughs> but for the rest I, of I us get, humans, Obey, I get you. I can get what Obey saying. I get. I get. I get it. Thank you. But he's All right. No, drop man, a, no, drop a comment. <laughs> drop a comment on our Instagram, everybody. All our uh, all our followers, listeners. The one dude in New England, uh, New England, sorry, New Zealand. Um, what you What do you guys think? Who makes more sense, myself or Yusuf, in this situation? I think we. I think we're thinking the same thing. But um, yeah. Yusuf's more well, eloquent. More, you guys more, are not thinking the same thing. I know that, that. I know. I'm just. I'm just trying to make. I just don't want <laughs> to make be nice. Yusuf feel bad. You know, because no, I'm, I'm not. Is- I'm I, I'm flawed, but Yusuf's not. So I just want to make him feel good. <laughs> it's nice that you admit it. <laughs> All right. Aside from this, uh, no. Hold I'll, on. I'll go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish yeah. up, Yusuf. All right. So first of all, I mean, Yusuf's like perfect response. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. So everybody is flawed. Everybody's flawed, but it doesn't make you relatable if you're if you're insecure, but you're not owning up to that insecurity, because then you make the people who are actually insecure feel even worse. You see, if, if, if there's one person who's relatable, it's Kevin Love. Okay, that's admission of actual mental illness, actually facing anxiety and depression. Okay, that is somebody who's relatable. So because I, he I owns it. Because he owns what about it. That's, listen, no, hold on, hold on, listen, listen. He owns it. Kevin Durant does not own it. If he owned his insecurities, if he owned his insecurities, he would be a lot more relatable to the mass population, in, including me, including me. We all have insecurities. I get that. I get that. And we try to hide it. 
But you have when you're in the public figure, right? And you're talking about these burner accounts and these insecurities that you have. And you're talking about relatability. You have to own that aspect of it to be able to relate to the masses who also have those insecurities. You alienate. Listen, Yusuf, I got a question for you. I got a serious question for you. I know what you're talking about when Kevin Durant, uh, Kevin Love talked about facing depression. Paul George said that he was facing depression in the bubble. And you and all of us have used the term pandemic P. I never used pandemic P. Because he plays. We need to listen to our videos. (laughs) (laughs) He plays. He played terrible in the playoffs. But but like the, the thing is like he's okay outside of you, but every other team in the NBA would attack him even harder because they they thought he was mentally weak. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you reconcile that where you want to be vulnerable and you want to be honest and want to be transparent but the moment you are vulnerable honest and transparent your peers specifically identify that as a point of weakness and and actively work to attack it. Yeah. How how do you reconcile that? I love what Paul George did. I love what Paul George did. Some things are bigger than basketball. Some things are bigger than basketball. He was real. There were people who are basketball fans. I mean, the pandemic affected everybody, right? There was a lot of depression and anxiety going on. People were locked in in their homes. And maybe, maybe, just maybe somebody who's a huge basketball fan heard one of their favorite players in Paul George saying, hey, man, I'm battling something tough here. I'm going through depression in this bubble. And they're like, hey, I'm not alone. To me, that speaks more volumes than him uh, going to the second round. And that's all about perspective. So my saying, biggest thing, my biggest, my biggest thing is better to not perform at the job that you're paid for and be transparent than to be able to perform at a very high level, deliver championships and just be petty. You're saying it's better to not perform. I just want to make sure I understand your argument. No, I'm saying that you have to be authentic to who you are. You have to be real to who you are to like what obey this saying. And if he thinks Kevin Durant's doing that, great. But I don't think so because he's just not owning to it. That's what I'm saying. How is he supposed to own maybe up Maybe he's it? just a snake at heart. Maybe he just, you know, maybe his truest form is somebody that just isn't honest to the public. Like maybe that's being so true. Why, that, that doesn't make any sense though. Some people are liars. Like, like Okay, well, so why are we praising that? I'm we're not. I'm not praising it. I'm saying he's a good basketball player. I never said nobody. So you're saying, but you're saying some people, uh, some people are liars, and therefore he's real, and therefore he's relatable to everybody. No, you're you're saying this is your definition of what humanity is, and therefore if you don't fit this definition, you're not relatable to the masses. That's not. We have Kevin Durant that is a different definition, and therefore because he doesn't fit your cookie cutter analysis, he he's not relatable. No, that it's being authentic to yourself, right? Like Paul, Paul, Paul George was real to himself. himself. This has been the Kevin Durant for the last how many years? He, At least he five, six years. Five, six years. It's got to like, be like, like how, 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 how long is he going to pretend? I, I honestly think that this is the version of Kevin Durant that was always there. In OKC, he oh, was yeah, trying. No, I, he was trying to be that media personality. He was trying to be LeBron and trying to say the right things and trying to do this. But now he's like, I don't really care. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to say dumb I stuff. I don't really care, but I care. No, but just like, the, to, just like everybody to, else. You, how you many times to, a day do you say, I don't care, but you truly care on the inside? 
How are you supposed to admit that, Yusuf? That's what I'm trying to say. How is he supposed to have a presser saying, uh, "I want all the media people here, guys. I'm a, uh, I'm relatable because I'm a crappy person." No, no, uh, no, I no, have no, these no. accounts. You just this, don't but- say. You, you just don't. You just don't go out and say, "Oh, I don't care." I, you, you don't. I look, look. Here's the thing. Here's the difference, right? Ube, I don't look. I have insecurities. You have insecurities. Ube, Daniel has insecurities. Ibrahim has insecurities. I don't go out telling people. Things that are not true, like, oh, yeah, bro, like, I'm bulletproof. I'm bulletproof. Like, no, nothing phases me. Do I, re- I don't say that because inside I know that that's not true. You see what I'm saying? Kevin Durant is creating this image that's just not true, saying, oh, I'm bulletproof. I don't care. When he actually does care, all the real vulnerable people are not coming out and saying, Oh yeah, no, 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 nothing. Sticks and bones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. <laughs> They're not saying that. Yes. They're not saying that. But, so but, he's not relatable. You, no, he's not relatable. You see you what I'm saying? You all see, I'm saying is not, you can't say just because you know. With all due respect to Kevin should, Love and all due respect to Paul George, just because someone admits that they have mental illness doesn't automatically make them super relatable to everybody else. Is all I'm saying. But just they're more they relatable. Can, just because they admit that. People are don't want yeah. to admit things. That's that's what you have that's to understand. Fu- exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yes, so people- and that's okay. A lot more people ad, uh, yeah. don't admit things and admit things is what yeah. I'm trying to say. That's and that's fine. what we have with no, him. No, that's fine. That's fine. But how many people portray like say, "Oh, I'm this certain person that like nothing can go through me." How many people say a that? A lot of actually- people. Say a lot that. of people. Like, Who says that, no, man? When when you say re- <laughs> when I say relatable, I don't mean there's one definition. There's yeah. hundreds of relatable definitions. Who says some that, pe- Daniel? So okay, uh, some, people people, out there. some people are a holes. They might find sure. Kevin Durant relatable. Some people are kind of like de- depressed, loner people. They might find Kevin Durant relatable. There's different types of relatables. You're like Ibrahim was saying, you're making it into one definition. It's not one definition. People might think, oh, uh, Paul George, uh, he announced he has a mental health problem in the bubble. Oh, you're a millionaire. Who cares? What's wrong with you? That doesn't make him relatable to those people, but there's plenty of other people that find that relatable. That's what I'm trying to say. So we're just going in a circle. I mean, he's not the most relatable athlete. That's what your point was. So you just I'm went in a circle. He, you just I'm not saying this he's, definition. I'm saying he said that, bro. That's is, what it's but started. he is the most relatable because he no, has different not. levels to his characteristics. Oh man. That's that how, is. how can you say Kevin? How can you say Kevin Durant is the most relatable athlete? In this generation, I'm not saying athlete. I said one of the most okay. Fine, in the players. NBA, in the NBA, I just because of he's how talking about his personality. Himself. I think, yeah, I think Yusuf, you and Obeid have different definitions of what, um, you know, what normal is, I guess, or what relatable is. Your definition, I get Yusuf, right? I, 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 I get it. But I get Obates too, and I, I that I think he has a good point, and I think that uh, Durant is, you know, more so uh, himself, and he kind of goes about it. I don't know if I, I lost my audio there. What one that? thing I didn't hear. What, what you let's said. yeah, I, I, I didn't catch it. Uh, all I heard of was relatable. Danya, <laughs> Yusuf obeyed not same definition. Speaking <laughs> speaking of not being within the certain mold, congratulations. To Nikola jo- Jokic, 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 to Joker <laughs> for winning the 2020-21 MVP. He is your National Ooh. Basketball Association Most Valuable Player for this year. Um, he is the first 
center since Shaquille O'Neal to win the award and the first player in 51 years to be drafted in the second round or lower and win the MVP. Very impressive. Applause. So he was the second round draft pick? I did not 41st, know that. 41st. 41st wow. overall. Talk about yeah. value. Yeah, I think he okay, was... Uh, there was a Taco Bell commercial. No, he is now the most drafted. relatable basketball and Yusuf, <laughs> and Yusuf, yeah, yeah, Yusuf, Yusuf. Athletically, athletically. Yusuf, who drafted him? I AK, saw his man. picture look just like me as a kid. Yusuf's like, no, it's, where is he? Yusuf's like, no, the most relatable is still D. Rose because he tore his ACL and he came back just like the average person no. does, you know? I would say I would say the most relatable player is probably Tim Duncan. Clocks in and clocks out. That's true. Well, what you talking about? Doesn't the much. average person isn't Tim Duncan. Okay, but the average person is Kevin Durant. I, that's more believable. <laughs> okay. So right. more, it is more believable to me yes. that the average person does well at work and then is super passive aggressive. We should we should have a poll about this. <laughs> Who is more relatable? <laughs> Who's more relatable? Did, did you did you did you guys know that Kobe Bryant challenged uh the Joker two years ago to to go out and win MVP and he accomplished it this year? Isn't oh that really? Crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Can you challenge somebody else, Giannis? Maybe. Uh, can you challenge me to do? No. Can you challenge me to do something? Leg- he challenged Booker to be legendary. I mean, he's, I mean, he's getting there. Yeah. But I think uh, you know. In conclusion, um, the relatability. I think maybe me and Obey just have different definitions for it. That's and what, what I what said. is and what in, isn't. Your in, audio in con- cut out, bro. I know. I know. I know. I want to end it. Guys, I want to end I this. Said it's- In conclusion, there was a there was a month, apparently the best month of Obeid's life, when him and Yusuf <laughs> lived together in Ohio. I can't imagine what kind of arguments and conversations happened there. Honestly, we I'm didn't have any arguments. We never had any. We never had any arguments. arguments. Yeah, we but it only arguments. happened after you guys got married. Because because you know because I'm not I'm a media personality. I try to say the right things. Yusuf, on the other hand, he's very relatable. <laughs> Okay. All right, guys. With the current landscape in the NBA, we're in the we're in the second round of the playoffs. Who is a surprise team or player that is doing really well, and who is one player who is really not doing so well? And what do you expect? How do you expect the playoffs to unfold? Danielle, I want you to start because you've been you've been kind of lurky in the background. I want you to tell me what do you, what, what do you what do you feel? What's what is your gut? What is your dad, Danielle, gut telling you right now? Dad bod. So one player that's been surprisingly doing well and one that's been struggling. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, let's take a look, right? Um, yeah, one Google, it. Google it real quick. Yeah, Google <laughs> it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> give, me about, give me about five minutes. I'll get back to you. Your uh, internet's slow. Shoot. <laughs> I know, dude. Uh, well, so I, the I one player. Do you want to oh, take it? Yeah. Take it no, no. I, I got it. I no, got, he's got it. He got it. He's kidding. Um, the player that I feel like has been the most surprising uh, in the playoffs for me has been Trey Young. Um, you know, beating the Knicks 4-1, being the villain, bringing on the hatred from the Knicks fans, taking that as a challenge, and just killing the Knicks defense, which was, you know, top five in the regular season. Um, you know, they had no uh, solution for him. You know, he was just tormenting them. Uh, he loved the hatred. He was trash talking. I didn't know he was a trash talker, uh, but he is. And, you know, he backed it up with this game. 
I know we talk about Luca a lot and how amazing he is, uh, but also Trey Young, I know, was selected uh, fourth overall, a pick after Luca. I know they also traded with the Mavs for him. Um, he's been really good, right? He he's he can shoot, he can pass, he can he he's like a James Harden when I think about fouls, right? He he gets those ticky tack fouls, but he gets them and then he gets to the free throw line. Um, he gets your uh, player on the you know um, what's it called? Uh, gets a lot of fouls. So he's been the most impressive because he is so young and it is his first playoff experience. Pun, so he's been killing. Pun it. intended. Yeah. Uh, and, and I know Yusuf's a big Hawks supporter, so I know he's definitely happy about that. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, one player that's been disappointing. Now, this is kind of tough because I feel like those players are usually have been eliminated. Um, uh, the one player I know we talked a little bit about so far in the second round that's been disappointing is definitely Giannis. Um, and I know we've talked about that, um, but I know Ibrahim covered a lot. Uh, just been disappointing. And I totally agree, right? You can lose, but there's two ways of losing. One that's close and you give it your all. And then there's one where you get demolished and you lose by 40 points. And you only score like 18 points and you shoot, you know, less than 50%. And that's what Giannis said yesterday. Um, and that's disappointed. You just signed a max deal. You took a lot of money. You said you want to win a championship. And that's how you go out against you know, Durant against Kyrie against the Nets. And, you know, he was guarding Durant, right? And, you know, Durant tortured him. And he was, he's supposed to be one of the best defensive players. So Giannis definitely has been disappointing so far. I hope he turns it around. But in the playoffs, man, if you don't have a jumper and all you're going to do is just go in the lane and try to dunk or try to score layups, it's not always going to work. I know the, 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 what's it called? Harden made a comment, I think a couple of years ago, um, it's true, right? I and mean, he's tall and he's lanky and he can, you know, he can dribble and he can score inside the paint, but that's it. And in the playoffs, you can, you know, have people surrounding him and you can double team. And if you can't make the right pass and if you can't shoot, you're going to struggle. And we're seeing what we've been seeing for the past couple of years with the Bucks. Giannis does amazing in the regular season. In the playoffs, he can't produce. His team is not apparently good enough and they struggle and they're going to go out again probably to the nets. Uh, Danielle, I know um you're um you had predicted I believe the nets and the Lakers. Uh obviously no, the I Lakers... had the nets and the clippers. I never oh, chose you did? the Lakers. Oh okay, yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so Apparently, um nobody picked the Lakers. Um okay. <laughs> <You I'm, so. laughs> yeah, that's weird cuz I remember everybody distinctly saying the Lakers would come out. I'll be honest. No, no, I, I, I picked said the Lakers. Clippers. I picked the Lakers. I chose the oh, okay. I chose the Clippers against the Trailblazers in the Western Conference Finals. I remember. Oh, dang, both of them were uh at least one of them were wrong. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go hey, ahead, man. uh go ahead, Yusuf. What is a surprise team for you and player? Um yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I think for me, because, you know, the second round is pretty fresh right now, and there haven't been too many games for me to, like, determine what's been going on what's not. Fresh? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Julius Randle in the first first round really disappointed me, man. Um, <laughs> I, I thought the, I thought the Knicks would uh, beat the Hawks, um, and if Julius Randle played like he did in the regular season, I think he, they could have. Uh, gotta give credit where credit's due. Trey Young uh, has been balling out. Like Danielle said, he's probably the biggest surprise. 
right now, I know we've been talking about Giannis. I, I would I would agree with that notion, but I also probably throw in Ben Simmons in there, man. I've never been big on Ben Simmons. Yeah, I agree. And, and I don't know what the hype has been about. I've always like watched him and I've wondered like, what is it that I'm missing? But every time I watch him, I feel like it just strengthens my like opinion of him. You know, um, today, actually, you know, the Sixers won, but Ben Simmons had his stat line was four points seven assists and three rebounds in 35 minutes. Embiid had 40 points, by the way. So, uh, you know, if, if the Sixers want to go deep, Ben Simmons has to show up. Um, I don't think Embiid can carry the full load, especially if they're going to go up against the Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals, which kind of looks like that's the case. Uh, ben Simmons has been a huge disappointment, even in game one when there was no Embiid. Like, that was his opportunity to showcase himself, and he really didn't do that either. Um, he's like Chris Middleton is to By the way, he's making right uh, $177 million for five years. Isn't that's that crazy? Insane. That's Sorry, disgusting. I said to bring it up. Do you remember? No, no, I, I'm five glad years, you did. Five years, $177 that's, that's ridiculous. So, yeah, not big on Ben Simmons. He's been a huge disappointment. Um yeah, and Trey Young has been hooping. Ibrahim? Uh, well, you guys know the, the disappointing pick for me. Uh, I'm, I'm still rooting for the Bucks to, you know, take a game or something, make it competitive. And so I'll actually switch up the question. I'll talk about three people or three groups that are really kind of winning in these playoffs. The first, I, I want to honestly say the fans. Between the play-in tournament and the way that the first round has gone and how competitive everything's been, this has been the most interesting playoffs in a very long time. Uh, for me personally, like I watched all the play-in games. Actually, after uh, halfway through the, the Mavs Clippers series, I actually signed up for YouTube TV so I can watch all the games on demand on my phone because I got tired of streaming it. Uh, <laughs> as <laughs> nice, as a fan... Yeah, as, as a fan, and, and low-key, I get five accounts to add onto my thing. So if any of you want YouTube TV for the next two months, let me know. <laughs> but I'm canceling top it. Top five after, fans. After five. Yeah, that's our, our giveaway. Top five that's our giveaway. See, see, folks, this is the benefit of having four best friends. You just <laughs> trade accounts to one another. Oh, guys, I got the premium uh, Peacock with no commercials. So I got y'all. Whoa. Okay. But <laughs> going back to my, my thing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do two players that have really impressed me. The first is Joel Embiid. He's playing with a torn meniscus. And you know, obviously, I'm not picking the people that you pick, going out of the box, but playing with a torn meniscus, like Yusuf just said, he dropped 40 points, pulled them to a victory. And, and to be honest, if they win the series, it's going, be because, it's going to be because of Joel, because Ben Simmons is not going to do enough from the offensive end to negate Trey Young. Uh, so Joel Embiid... I'm really impressed, impressed with what he's doing. Now, my other pick for somebody else that's impressing me uh, is surprising to me, but I have to acknowledge it, is Kawhi Leonard. Mm -hmm. uh, when they were down 0-2 against the Mavs, literally people were writing him off. I don't know if you guys watch Undisputed with Skip, and, uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, but Skip Bayless threw out his... Yeah, they, he threw out his Kawhi shoes. Like everyone were, were off the, was off that bandwagon. 
and all he did was deliver performance after performance. He had like one bad game, but even in the games they lost, he put up spectacular numbers. Um, Now, I don't know how that's going to, what that's going to mean in the future, playing against better teams. Uh, I don't think he can will them over better teams if they could barely scratch by the Mavericks uh, with just Luka. They just have to focus on stopping Luka. But that, those are my picks, right? Joel Embiid and Kawhi, I've been very impressed, I'm impressed with. And they're um, just so relatable. For, for me, I think uh, two players that... Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there, Brian. <laughs> two, play, two players that I'm, uh, I was really impressed with um i would say devin booker first playoff appearance um with the phoenix suns and he's balling out you know he is the yes chris paul is the leader of that team but um he is the best player on that team devin booker he he makes the show go and uh it's really impressive to see him out there do his thing and if he's on his game if he is on his game and his shot goes down he he is steph curry like like i'm not saying he is he is steph curry like and he has the ability to score and will his team to the NBA Finals if he plays at a high level that he's been playing uh, this past year. And this is dating all the way back to the playing tournament since last year. He was he literally almost single-handedly got the Phoenix Suns into the playoffs last year. Uh, so I'm very impressed with him that he the playoffs haven't phased him. He's been consistent. And uh, I think he's one of the better, better uh, players in the – uh, in, uh, young players in the league. Another uh, player, uh, the team's not in there anymore. Uh, John Morant. Uh, I, I don't think that's much of a surprise to anybody, but uh, with how I described Chris Paul and Devin Booker, he is both those players together for the uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies. And I, I just hope, you know, I think Memphis is such a good NBA town. Uh, they haven't really had the best luck in uh, uh uh, and basketball wise, at least. And I just hope he stays and gets some help uh, around the team and uh, can become a formidable force in the future because this dude, he's a special player. Uh, I think him and uh, I, I saw some of the jazz and Grizzlies games, him and Mitchell going at it. That was something special. That was, that was something very special. Both those players are incredible and uh, I cannot wait to see um, what, uh, what the future holds for those two players and specifically, you know, John Morant and uh, no disrespect to Zion, but I, I still think that John Morant is the better play out of that draft class at this, at this Didn't point. I say that Yusuf? Didn't I say that Yusuf? Wait, you think he's better than Zion? I think impact wise. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He has, he has, I think he has the same around him on the team. Yeah. Same, same hey. type of players help wise, but he was able to take his team above over the top and get him into the playoffs and got them to win a playoff game too, you know, by the way, Talent-wise, Utah. the Pelicans might be better by the way. Um, I, I, that, that is, that is a very, you can debate that you honestly can debate that because Brandon Ingram is a very good player. He, he is a, he is your, um, uh, KD light. That's what he is. That's Brandon Ingram for you. Light, very, very, very light KD, but that's what his, the best comparison you have for, uh, Brandon Ingram is, and you have Lonzo. Got a pretty good team, man, and they couldn't really do much with uh, in New Orleans. So much, much credit to Danielle for pointing that out a few years back. But more importantly, all the credit goes to John Morant, a uh, player that I'm disappointed in, and I'm sorry to say this, um, Ibrahim, not to a surprise, Chris stops. 
bro, what are you, what is he doing? <laughs> uh, I, something needs to happen mentally or can something's going associate, on. Can you not associate my name with Christoph Porzingis? I'm just, he I'm sorry. It's just, we don't want he, him. <laughs> I, I get it, but he's been super disappointing. And I, look, it's, it's easy to say Paul George, but I mean, does anybody expect anything different? Sorry. I know that I know he's very relatable, Yusuf, but it's just, you know. <laughs> Oh, bogus. All right. You're triggering me now. <laughs> Donnell, do you think I'm the type of person to forget to click record? Huh? It's happened before. I mean, I just do, trust do, history. Do, do you know what happens when people accuse me of forgetting to click record? <laughs> you use your burner account. You just made the list. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, now you're locked in for 40 days. You got your stuck, bro. <laughs> what is this, the Licky Jamal? <laughs> your intention is we made it for you. <laughs> we made your intention for you. We're captain now. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about in the end? Uh, well, that's a, that's a, that's a, a topic for another day, man. The John Moran Zion Williamson thing. Yeah, that's true. I, I was I was I was finishing up my discipline. I said we said five years. Okay, well, let's wait. Oh, so we still got three more, right? Yeah. My, uh, yeah. Uh, so my right my now, Jaws in the lead. My other disappointing debatable, player. debatable. Okay, let's see next year. Let's see next year. Okay, Inshallah, let's... Zion Williamson stays healthy. I, no I want him to. Inshallah, John Morant. Uh, Inshallah, John Morant stays healthy. No injuries. Ja, ja. That's what I said. Ja. John Morant. You said John. No, I didn't. Oh God. I heard Jaw. In terms of in terms of impact though, he's had more impact. His stats this year's Zion's were better, I feel like, with the per- field goal percentage and the points and the rebounds, but the impact on the team, Morant. You can you, more. here's here's what we're trying to say. They're both really good. But right yeah. now you you take out Zion from the Pelicans and they're still gonna be where they are out of the playoffs. See, you take out Ja from the Grizzlies, one of the worst they're, teams. They're, they're picking number one every single year. All, all I'm hearing right now is um, John Morant is more relatable than Zion Williams. <laughs> that's, that's that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Finally, you understand. I get it. I get it. I get it now. <laughs> it we can finally, go to, we can finally yeah. go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Finally, he understands. <laughs> no, Dude, but... no, seriously, can we do like a poll after that? I want to see who people agree with, obey their use of. I would love... To see well, what people in say. terms of like, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. M- most most people like Yusuf more than they like. No, 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 dude, that's hundred percent true. That's true. That's hundred percent true. That's true. Listen, no, that's true. The tide is a hundred percent shifting. The tide is a hundred percent shifting. No, it's not. I use I use heel turn. That that's not true at all. No, one hundred percent. You love by everyone. Yeah, people like you way more than they like me. No, Watch 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 son of oats for me over you. Shout out, so son out. You. thank you. So <laughs> my my takes so have not been popular, man. I've been unpopular takes. Yes, and... uh, yes. Uh, that I mean, that's true. But I'm saying you as a person <laughs> are more relatable yeah, yeah. and likable. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. You I'm the KD. Uh, basically, all I'm saying is I'm KD and you're LeBron. That's all I'm saying. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> um, might win all the championship, but yeah, uh, they love I you might more. have. I might have the championship, but. At the end of the day, I'm way more insecure than you are, bro. <laughs> um, oh, that's oh, hilarious. Sorry, but- the, the, the second, the, the, I wanted to just finish what I was saying. The, the other player that I was disappointed in, um, uh, not really fully his fault, but still, uh, he didn't play to his potential. Anthony Davis. 
and I think at the end of the day, when the dust settles, I don't see LeBron James playing in a championship ever again. Ooh, I that is That's- my hot take. That is for, the hot take. Uh, for for the rest of the year. I don't think LeBron. No, I'm not even saying he wins it. I don't think he ever gets to a finals gets. ever again. I can see that happening, especially with how the West is now. The West now. Watch next year. Jamal Murray comes back to the Nuggets. Watch out. And Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson comes back to the Warriors. Hey, dude, <clears throat> you know the, you know uh, Suns get better. You know the Grizzlies a- get better. <laughs> You know what? Would be <laughs> Zion gets more relatable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you, you know what would be a really amazing storyline would be, uh, you know, Clay Thompson comes back healthy and, you know, uh, plays lights out like he, he did, like he didn't miss a beat. Let and, me guess. He uh, goes but, to the Bulls. Is that what it is? You no, said? no, 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 no. It's, no, no it's not, it has nothing. It has nothing to do with the Bulls. Just, just storyline wise, I think what would be really cool is like a Warriors versus Nets. Finals where KD goes. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be pretty cool. That'd yeah. be really cool. I, I would. I, I don't even know who to root for because that would be such a good. That'd be an awesome championship. I would, game. Uh, I would root for the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Root I'd, Warriors. I'd root for the Warriors yeah, too. Clearly. Fine. Okay. Relax. All right. Gee. <laughs> trying to build up the drama. You guys suck at this. <laughs> for like- everyone listening, that basically means Obey's gonna root for anybody that we're like. He's gonna be the odd man out. He'll yeah. he'll root for the Nets. He's the antithesis. He's like the popular team. He, he, the popular he, he rooted antithesis. for COVID. He rooted against it. You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, vaccines? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, I'm excited to see how the playoffs, I'm still going to stick to my prediction. Brooklyn uh, beats the Clippers in six games in the championship, in the NBA finals. That's still my prediction as it was before the playoffs started. Um, if I were to change one of those, I'm not too hot on the Clippers <laughs> getting to the finals. <laughs> I'm not too hot on them. Um, but I, I'm gonna stick to my guns for for now. For now, I am. So I I got a question for you, Obed. Me? Oh, yeah, for you. For the longest time, they called it the Eastern Conference because the East was uh, an, an easier path. Do you feel like the that shifting? Because I think you- I'm not saying it's shifting. I think it's more balanced now. Okay. I think I think both conferences are pretty balanced because you see superstars. Uh, and teams uh, on both conferences being relatively level. Now you have the, if you want to say the best of the best, you have probably Harden, Durant, Embiid. No, sorry, not Harden, Durant. Uh, yeah, you can even say I would I would classify Embiid there as well. Kyrie, KD, Giannis. Yeah, Giannis as well. And then in the West, you have you got LeBron, you got AD, you got Curry, you got Thompson. Why? Kawhi, you know, uh, D- Dame, Jokic. But there you go, the MVP. So it's just, I think it's relatively even. More I would still, I, I would still give the advantage slightly in terms Western. of just pure talent to the Western Conference. Yeah, I would, but I think it's, I think it's a lot more balanced now. Kind of honestly, sorry, Yusuf. Thanks to KD. I mean, it's kind of more balanced now. That's why he's one. so relatable. Yeah, dude. It's just he likes to balance <laughs> things out. I, you just don't get it, bro. Like I don't know, man. Uh, I'm sorry. You see I, that? I see. Uh, LeBron came to the West, and KD said, "I'm dipping and going to the East." He brought I'm balance pretty, to the force. I'm I'm one thousand percent certain. If the <laughs> if K 
Kevin Durant had stayed with the Warriors as constructed, they would they would probably be favorites for the cha- for the finals. Yeah. Easily. I, I, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I, I don't. So, doubt I don't. That. I don't think I don't, it's anything. I don't. And then the, the East wouldn't. Honestly, the East wouldn't really matter. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. Because no. because because KD's there, they matter. If KD wasn't there, nobody honestly gives a crap about the Eastern Conference because they know that whoever's going to come out of the West is going to win. That's basically I, that is that is the power shift. I, I can't I can't I can't argue against that. I'll give you that for sure. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I mean I can't really say anything with that. You, you, I had so many like arguments against yeah. you. you. Wow, you you flipped the script on me. How how unrelatable of you. <laughs> Oh god! Oh god! Is that going to be um, the title of the episode today? <laughs> Relatable. I like it. I think relatability. I like it. Relatability. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, also, uh, big news. I know it's kind of like on the back burner of a, a lot of these things, but uh, Julio Jones is now a Tennessee Titan. That's pretty. That's Weird. honestly not. That's not really a big deal because that's the dumb move by um yeah uh, by the falcons trading Titan. him away and then a dumb move by the titans getting him that's not gonna do anything it's still gonna come down to the patrick Mahomes. that's not gonna put him over the top and they're, it's not gonna make them better than the chiefs it's not making them better than uh the buffalo Bills. so the titans i don't know nothing's gonna happen they're still gonna run the ball a thousand times with derrick henry and and, and uh, aj brown and julio jones gonna be like oh well i guess we don't catch the ball anymore it's gonna be the same thing so it doesn't make any difference i, I think it's uh, overhyped trade. What I think is quite important is Aaron Rodgers still hasn't sh- the first time in 16 years he hasn't showed up to the mandatory mini camp training. So that is uh, that is a story to follow. Uh, I'm not and- surprised. You, you remember my prediction. <laughs> but you know the interesting thing is that he's you know, going to leave and host Jeopardy now. He's they're offering him 20 million dollars a year to host Jeopardy. That's crazy amount of money. He, he wow. will make. He will make. I will. I will do it for. A quarter of that. <laughs> Aaron <laughs> Rodgers will make his NFL salary in 36 days hosting Jeopardy. Wild. Isn't that that's insane? Wait, 30, 20 million a year or 20 million an episode? 20, 20 million. So there's like 20 million base, and then there's like incentives that would literally. Like, How do you get incentives in Jeopardy? I have no idea. I don't like the way you ask this question. I don't like this question you asked. Negative million. (laughs) It's probably probably based on the view count and stuff. I mean, I guess. It could could potentially like just replace his income. Like it's crazy. He doesn't need the money, man. No, I mean, it's, it's, I, I know he, the, even honestly, Rod, Aaron Rodgers is a very smart man. You know, Um, I think it's, uh, this is also part of his power play in terms of doing something with Green Bay. That was part of it because he could have done it anytime. He was always a fan of Jeopardy and whatnot. Um, uh, this was part one. Yeah, he might have wanted to do it, but also it was a big time leverage move uh, doing this as well in terms of uh, kind of wanting to stick it to Green Bay. Um, we'll see how it unfolds. I still think he's going to get traded. I think the Packers are just stupid to not trade him. They're losing value. Uh, and even, even right now with, uh, with Deshaun Watson, like you, 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 you went from getting three, is... the four first round picks two the three second round picks to now not, not getting uh, a bag of, uh, M&Ms for Deshaun Watson. Like, 
Yo, I want to hear Yusuf. This is so different from episode <laughs> nine of Obeid trying to convince me and Ibrahim that there's no way that Aaron Rodgers could get traded and that the Green Bay Packers would no. be dumb to trade Aaron Rodgers. I am. I'm they still, still saying are it's dumb. A, they are dumb, dumb, but they they put themselves in this position. That's what that's we were what saying, though. Say. No, but that's no, 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 we no, no. I all I'm saying is the team is better with Rodgers, no matter what. And just how the same thing. We literally said the same thing only six episodes earlier. How the offseason has Welcome unfolded to, to now. <laughs> yeah. How the offseason has unfolded to now, it pointing to that direction. It's pointing Bro, we predicted direction. the unfolding yeah. of the offseason. Dude, we predicted this. Okay. All right. Congratulations. All I'm Thank saying you. is That's all I, wanted to I think yeah. it makes Thank sense. You. I think it makes sense because he turned down the maximum <laughs> contract deal too. So I thought it was about money. And I'm like, they'll give him the money, but no, it's, it's not about, about the money. ego. It's about his ego, and he wants them to say they were wrong. That's it. No, he just I mean, wants and to he's play right. for an organization that values. He is right. He's they don't right. value Honestly, him. This yeah. is 100% on the Green Bay Packers. I have yeah. no blame on. I know Yusuf's going to disagree because he doesn't like Rodgers, but it's this is 100% on the Green Bay Packers. Nobody else, and every analyst, every NFL player that has ever discussed this has said the exact same thing. I mean, they did the same thing to Tom Brady. They kind of forced him out. Uh, different kind of, you know, he was a free agent. But, yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Where do you think he's going, Yusuf? Dude, I, I honestly have absolutely no idea. Um, I think, yeah, they were talking about Denver, but I don't know. I, I mean, but I, I do agree hey, with I it. Brought the, remember, yeah. I brought up the Denver thing like two months ago, guys. I brought that up to y'all. I in the te- I have receipts. I put it in the text. <laughs> That's right. Denver, the Denver is slated as the top five uh, Super Bowl favorite according to uh, Vegas. If Wait, Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers, no, no, no regardless, right now, right now, right uh, now, right. So now. they probably know something we don't. Who's their quarterback? Drew Locke. Yeah, Drew Locke. Exactly. Who? <laughs> no, sometimes, sometimes Vegas puts these odds up because they know something that the public doesn't. So I think Daniel's bringing that up, uh, alluding to the fact that Aaron Rodgers might go there. I don't know. I know that they would never trade within the NFC, but the team literally yeah. just made for Rodgers that would instantly. All I can say is Daniel, Ibrahim, the Chicago Bears won twice on draft day. Justin Fields. And then the Aaron Rodgers news. That that that's true. That's true. That true. Yeah. I, I I love Justin Fields. I think that was a. I think I like the dude as a person. I like the dude as a quarterback. I like him better than Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is extremely overrated. I don't think he's gonna be that good. That's just that's just my opinion. I don't think don't Zach think Wilson's that, gonna be that good. I don't. I agree with you. I don't yeah. think Zach Zach Wilson's gonna be. I love Trey Lance, and I really, really, yeah. really, really love my, Justin Fields. My my bold prediction, which maybe is not so bold, and this is really this is not biased, is I think Justin Fields is gonna come out as the best quarterback drafted. In this, I one hundred percent can see that. One. This is the first time we're agreeing on this, Yusuf. This I know, is man. Isn't that crazy? This is legendary. This is leg- legendary. This is an episode, everybody, all the all the listeners that will go down and. Infamy? Infamy? infamy but what's the opposite yeah. of infamy uh famy for for me for for me in for for me out uh, wait wouldn't it be out of me <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> this is 
a memorable episode because me and Yusuf actually agree on a on a Chicago Bears quarterback situation. Football, yeah, topic. Football, really. this never happens, y'all. Never. This never happens. Historic moment uh, on Absolutely. episode fifteen of the yeah. Benchmop Scrub. This is crazy. Like this is gonna go down in history. And you and apparently Danielle and Ibrahim don't really care whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. I I am watching how bored Danielle looks in the screen right now. Well, I'm concentrating. He is on da- his da- phone. I'm Danielle's, Danielle's Googling so hard right now, trying to figure <laughs> out. <laughs> Danielle only listens to you guys when there's drama. If you're yeah, I know. Yeah. It'd be like, no. <laughs> I, I still think, okay, back to the Rodgers thing. I still think the team tailor-made for Rodgers that if he goes there, they're winning the Super Bowl uh, come next year. It's the Washington football team. Oh yeah, great football team. That's if why. he goes, if they're not going to trade, but uh, to the to the, within the NFC, hundred percent. But if he goes there, this team wins. That team wins the Super Bowl easily. Okay, not easily. They would be. They, go to they the would Super be Bowl. your pick. They would they, be. Your they, pick. They, would, they would be. They would be Bloody. my pick. They would. They would. They would win the NFC East with Rogers with one leg and one arm. They would win the NFC East. By the way. Oh, yeah. NFC East. Yeah. And yeah. The NFC go, East I, I is garbage. Say, I would say they would be the favorites in the in the um super in the in the NFL too, for sure. 100 percent NFL. All of the they would be like even over Tampa Bay. Over the ball. Tampa the Bay. entire Tampa Bay team is coming back, I think, right? Uh, that's yeah, that's fantastic for them. But th- that's great for them, but I don't think Tampa Bay will repeat. I know everybody's on their jock strap. They're gonna go 20 and 0 now because now they have a 17 game season. They're not gonna go 20 and 0, and they're not gonna go win another Super Bowl. This is it. This this is the year Tom Brady's done. This is it, guys. Write it down. This is it. Write it down. <laughs> All right, guys. Episode, remember episode 15. Episode 15 at um on June 8th. This is it. Tom Brady will not win another Super Bowl. That's it. If, if you're wrong, what as do a I player, get? as a player. <laughs> Maybe as a coach, I don't know. As a player, you will never Dang. get to coach. Obeyed is calling an end to basically LeBron and Tom Brady's. Uh, yeah, that's it. I, you know, it they've they passed their peak, basically. Our generation well, is well, over. He, he he picks that every year, and eventually he's got to no, I right. don't. Yeah, yeah that's I true. I picked uh, the Lakers to win last year, and that's what happened. What about this year? It's, uh, I picked the Clippers when the playoffs started. <laughs> what the playoffs? I don't know what you're, t- I don't know what you're talking about. That's funny. <laughs> why, why are you begging on me? You used to pick two teams that got uh, almost got swept in the first round. So don't, even talk- <laughs> don't even talk to me, bro. You know, you don't come at so me. Much more relatable, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. You want, you you want know, throw hands? Relatability, Let's go. You know, you know, Ibrahim. I- I'm shocked by your comments because at least I throw you the frisbee. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, Ibrahim was covered. He just didn't see Whoa. it. No, I wasn't. I Bro, wasn't. It's, you like, it's like you said, it's like me with Farhan, remember? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't throw him. It was yeah. literally wide open. I was like, no, I could squeeze it in somewhere else. <laughs> you said, oh, if we no. ever play basketball again, I'm not passing. No, this. dude. <laughs> You're my favorite point guard, Ibrahim. Ibrahim, are you coming uh, this Saturday, uh, Sunday? Yeah, I put myself down. Right, Yusuf, and, Yusuf and Ibrahim, let's go get food on Saturday, y'all. Oh, yes. And uh, thank you for listening to episode 15 of the Bench Mob Scrubs podcast. Uh, the next episode, I don't know when, but we'll try to keep it as relatable as possible for Yusuf's sake. <laughs> so perhaps uh, right before uh, when the conference finals approach us, we'll have another episode by then. So we can see how wrong everybody was and how correct I was. And we can approach the finals as such then. Everybody Perfect. on board for that? 
And once again, we always thank all of our listeners. Follow us on Instagram, uh, YouTube. Um, what else? Facebook, Spotify, Apple, Spotify, Podcast, Apple, and um, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Twitter, um, TikTok. Even though we don't post on it at all, but still follow us. We'd appreciate that. <laughs> Well, basically, you got to put up a video on TikTok. I don't know how to use it. I don't know how to work All it, right. man. We'll, I'm too old We'll figure now. it out on Saturday. Okay, sounds good. Oh.